we've been drinking beer And we'll be drinking when you get here Thinking will I ever be sober Hoping this will never be over And I'm drinking beer And I'll be drinking when you get here We started drinking All right, Everybody for joining us for another week of Beer and Bullshit. Uh, tonight's a very special edition of Beer and Bullshit. Not only do Jason and I have our spouses here, um, we're quarantined. So uh, it's a little bit of a special kind of podcast that we're having tonight. And uh, I don't know, how are you guys doing over there in the computer? Not bad. We're in the computer. Yeah. We're actually not even in the room. Oh, that's right. Uh, is, I don't know if you remember the animated TV show Reboot. We are uh, essentially <laughs> characters from that yeah. television show. So, uh, Jay, before we get started, and uh, I, I think it'd probably be a good idea for us to introduce our lovely wives here tonight. Yeah, so you go want, first. You want me to go, to go first? This is, sure. uh, this is my beautiful and lovely and understanding wife, Sophie, here. Uh, say hi to the people, Sophie. Hi, people. Well, like, I guess maybe the person who's listening. The person, yes. Does yes. that make more sense? Hi, Jay and Paula. Yeah. How are you? Exactly. I'm bad. Hey, so I think this is just for us. Oh, may- probably. May- wow. Maybe Molly. I hear back there. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jay, do you so want to introduce have- us to your wife? Yeah. Just like you know, we are experiencing a bit of delay on the video here on our end, but don't worry about it. We'll keep going. Okay. We'll just go by audio. Okay. No, that sounds uh, good. So here, my wife is the uh, talented, uh, the. Uh, Oh boy. Uh, a chef in the bedroom and a whore in the kitchen, Paula Cluck. Wants to know? I'm not hyphenated. You're not hyphenated. Paula wants to know. Yeah. No, um, she, she's uh, a. What, what would be the opposite of a progressive woman? Submissive. Uh, <laughs> submissive. You opposite of progressive? Yeah. <laughs> in the kitchen. Uh, so. Boy. Uh, how are you guys holding up under this uh, isolation? Oh, we're not bad. I uh, Luckily, I get to work from home, so it hasn't been too bad. And since uh, we just had uh, our... We ha- we haven't had a podcast since, but uh, we did have our, our, uh, our child, Mario. So we <laughs> uh, it, it makes it a little bit easier. So I didn't have to really take kind of parental leave. So I'm actually home helping out with, with that when I'm not uh, teaching. Nice. So you were part yeah, of the Yeah, and with having essentially uh, a second parent in the house, I really only had to be a, a parent on my own for two months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, that's kind of nice, I guess. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- Must be nice to have a pandemic during your mat leave. <laughs> <sighs> There's an upside, at least. <laughs> it w- wasn't there a movie like that in the past that uh, I think it was called blast from the past. It was with Brendan Fraser, how he was like born and his parents thought there was going to be a nuclear war. So they raised them in like mm-hmm. a, a bunker. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I'm was, pretty sure. Oh yes. Uh, it was like, I, I, I know Pauly Shore wasn't in that movie, but I feel like <laughs> it, it sounds was, like it sounds like a Pauly Shore movie, uh, like uh Encino man or something. I was just thinking when you <laughs> yeah, said yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser, I was like, he's in two movies like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Encino yeah. Man's my favorite. It's your favorite. I don't movie? remember yeah. Encino Man at all. Uh, I know I love seen it. it. He's so dirty, and they give him a bath, and he's like all disgusting. Yes. Mm. They find him when they're have to digging it. a pool in his yard. Yeah. I think that's the whole premise of the movie. How it yeah. starts, like the guy is. Uh, they're like I... in California, and they're digging. A pool yeah, 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 yeah. In his in his yard. Anyways, the 
uh, Paulie Shore movies talk. That's what that's what the podcast is going to be about tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should only do Paulie Shore uh, movies. The entire episode. Be, no. Beer and bullshit's lost its its edge in uh, <laughs> this uncertain time. No, uh, we're holding it together too. Uh, yeah. We we have a little more stringent requirements than you guys have because we were so? irresponsible people who traveled outside the country last week. Yeah, yeah, I know. What? I know. We're horrible. This is news to me. Mm-hmm. No, it was... Um, we're obeying very well, though. That's true. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. kids aren't even here with us, which yes. is a little yeah. sad. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, it's very sad, but I don't think we have any right to complain because I think there's a lot of parents out there who would be very mad if we complained. Yes. Mm-hmm. If we can play, well, yeah, but I feel like you you feel like it's going to be a vacation until like I don't know, the first until it happens, right? Like you you think like, "Oh, you know, get some time off from the kids." And it's true that we probably have been being pretty productive, but it's not like I don't know, it just feels like you go to bed at night and it's so fucking quiet like in the house. <laughs> Not that the kids are like way. screaming sleepers there, but uh, just it's <laughs> no, it's just weird screaming when they're awake. That's right. But... I don't know. I find it weird. No, it's it's yeah. too quiet. I I can understand where you're coming from. We had the vacation when we were gone, and we were looking forward to seeing them. But yeah, that's okay. They'll be home soon. Extended. Yes, we have the best grandparents for our kids so ever. What's right. what is the rule that you were told? Like you had to have them. So you guys went out of country. You guys got back. Mm-hmm. what was the process and what is the rule like you're only allowed to see them after the full 14 days if no symptoms if are showing up actually a rule like never have i heard them say if you're coming in from the country you must isolate without your kids like not not everybody that we were with chose to isolate without their kids some of them went to pick up their kids and and some of them couldn't isolated with them which is which i think is fine mm-hmm. i think it was a personal choice i don't know uh, i don't know maybe uh maybe trudeau's gonna call into the podcast and clarify yeah. something but <laughs> we should uh, tap into our direct line to the prime mm-hmm. minister oh yeah uh, charlie can set that up right oh, yeah. Yeah, of For course sure. we're getting all the uh, all the ndp uh wish list is going through right now anyways so well that's uh, true but no the the process for coming back was uh I don't know. I, I think it's just kind of it shows just how uncertain everything is right now, and how it was even more uncertain last week. Like, how long do you guys think we're going to be sitting in in our houses? In houses, I don't. I think uh, I was going to go say mid April. You think so? Yeah, that longer. Long. You think longer? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think what's going to happen? I think they're going to unless start like this. Good, they're going to relax some rules, and then going to realize. It's not take like it, it's it wasn't long enough, and I think it might be a a mandatory two week from there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like s- so far they've been just getting more and more strict. Like they've they haven't. Yeah. Um, it, it hasn't. It, it's only been going in one direction, right? And uh, I think if anything, we're gonna get to a point where they're just gonna say no. Every like right now, we're in isolation, so we have to stay in the house for 14 days but 
everybody else sort of gets to come and go, but they're saying do your social distancing, like stay two meters apart from people, yeah. only go out if you have to. And if they find that people are just still going out more, or, or if they they see that the numbers aren't really being affected by that, I think everybody's yeah. going to wind up like us. Yeah. Like eventually they're just going to be like, no, lockdown. lockdown. Like, yeah. uh, like how Italy was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems uh, kind of a weird situation. Didn't really think yeah. we would get like this. wasn't in the realm of possibility of things that no. I thought were gonna was gonna happen. But like I I uh, was talking with one of Paula's uh, cousins, and uh, I kind of and, and I mentioned I'm like if the if the bloody Brits can withstand a few months of the Blitz, you know we can kind of stay in our houses and watch Netflix for of course. Two, two or three weeks. Of course. So like it's we can figure it out. It's uh, yeah. it's not the end of the world. It sucks, but uh, if this is a sacrifice we have to make to try to make it better, fuck, we'll watch some Netflix, mm-hmm. watch something. Yeah, it's yeah. relatively it's it's easy, right? Like we should be mm-hmm. able to hunker down and and do those things. I I just think it seems like the way well, and and I guess they can be excused for that, but uh, the way it was rolled out, it just wasn't clear to everybody what they had to do, right? Like they're talking. Yeah in really soft language and not it's not like stay the fuck in your house well even with the soft language the toilet paper crisis happened yeah so like yeah yeah, they probably foresaw well we were kind of seeing it from both ends though there were some people that were just like yeah fuck that you know like i'm not i'm not obeying that like i'm leaving my house if i want to leave and it's not that bad anyways Mm -hmm. whatever right like you had those people and then you had the people that heard that that heard the word like you got to stay in your house and they went out and bought everything on the shelves like there was a problem with the supply chain yeah and uh, none of those re- like neither of those reactions is the appropriate one yeah in my head anyways yeah. but i don't know i guess well we were looking for a baby formula and it took us forever to find baby formula oh, yeah. i just just found baby formula i started searching i think it was the saturday that we have so the lockdown was a thursday i believe right yeah. like it was essentially everyone stay home last week yeah, yeah. no the week before the week forward. Yeah, yeah, sorry. and starting saturday i thought okay maybe i should get some more baby formula and it was only yesterday that i was able to find some that was the first time so it's been two full weeks that there has been zero baby formula mm-hmm. in the brand that we purchased yeah the one we use but some reason oh. all the other brands are compl- always there <laughs> well you know yeah, you got the, the right one, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was completely sold out, and I had to essentially risk manage going into stores, specifically Walmart, which the um, social distancing was not being. Uh, oh, people were. I would say it was almost like it was desperation shopping. People were just getting what they needed mm-hmm. and didn't care who was in front of them. They just needed to get to the toilet paper aisle or yeah. you know the food aisle. And they didn't care who they had to run over Black to Black Friday, to but for toilet paper instead yeah. of TVs. Oh. Yeah. It was terrifying a little bit. And honestly, it was there was a lot of people in there, but to see the amount of merchandisers in there restocking, I've never seen so many people pushing pallets of just yeah, goods. Yeah. It was... Wow. I've never seen so much uh, good, merchandise. But... Yeah, um... And it's funny because I I find that it's it's kind of like what is it self uh, self fulfilled right? It's people that think there's going to be a shortage, so they go buy a bunch of shit, and, and then there's a shortage. Like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 
it gets uh i don't know i i don't know how you keep people calm like i'm sure you know some people that are that and especially today with all the stuff that's going around on on facebook and the internet and it's real easy to <laughs> to sort of feel like uh you know this is the government crack this is the uh new world order cracking down on us those globalists just coming in mm-hmm. taking care of everything it's the elite jay yeah. the elite is his eyes open oh yeah, uh-uh. yeah. oh <laughs> your baby's waking up yeah yeah his eyes are wide open oh yeah We'll see if he goes it's, back. You know, like the night vision camera, like oh, the yeah. eyes when they're, so when they're open, creepy. they're actually black. They're not even like everything else is white, yeah. but the eyes are black. It's like, yeah. Little yeah. ghost babies. Yeah. <laughs> they're a little creepy. The creepy one is when he stands up, like when he stands yeah. up for the first time in his crib and he's looking <laughs> right into the camera. You're going to like wake up at night and see that. you will be like, oh, oh, my child's <laughs> trying to murder me. <laughs> that seems terrifying. <laughs> this is already scary enough. Never mind standing up and looking into the camera. Hey, do you guys have the monitor that you can talk to him? Yes. Where yeah, you can, yeah. like, hit the little yeah. microphone yeah, and you can talk the top to him? Is you, can, you can speak to him. Oh. That gets ah. funny when they grow up. We we used that until our kids Fede were probably, like, five or six. No. Hey, Uetsu. Yeah. Just an ominous voice coming through. And she was still sassing the ominous voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That one. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so um, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Oh, God. I don't know. I'm trying, have... I, I wonder if we should. I have a bunch of topics, but I wonder if we should save them for uh, our guests coming up. <laughs> don't waste oh. them on us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Do I waste them now? Actually, you know what? I want to bring up, you know, we'll talk about this. I'm not sure how. Actually, no. Probably shouldn't talk about that with, uh, with, and, uh, with uh, Sophie there. Uh, yeah, try another one. <laughs> what, what's the topic? going to reopen? When are they going to lay off teachers? Are, do, do you think teachers, not that laying off teachers or, or that, like I was going to ask a bit about essential services, but we'll go, we'll, we'll skip that for now. But uh, do you, you as a teacher, do you think like how much, I'm not sure how much you can say, high no schools idea. and elementary schools are gone for the rest of the year. Do you think that's, that's that much, like the kids are going to miss out that much or do you think you can catch up enough next year on what they missed? Well, it depends on which grade they're in. Like, I, I think Finn's going to be fine if he doesn't finish first grade. Like, he's going to start in second grade where he left off. Yeah. But I feel like if you were halfway through your second semester in, in grade 12 and you just started taking advanced calculus and you need that to take your university course, you might yeah. be a little bit behind. But then again, everybody in the country, everybody in the province is in the same situation. So yeah. I feel like university profs, college profs are going to kind of take that in consideration next year if that's the, the way it's going. I, Paula's going to go uh, take care of uh, the child. Yes, yes. The, like women mother, should do, finally. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, but like, I, I thought about that too. You know, like the grade 12 kids going off to university and college. But like, I, I always thought like, Think about like how quote unquote intelligent or smart you are when you're in the eleventh grade. The material you learn in your first year of university, you can learn that at the age of fifteen, sixteen. The oh, material absolutely. is not yeah. the issue. There's a maturity factor, yeah, but you know, do you really think like they won't be able to pick it up when they go off to college or university afterwards? Oh no, they'll they'll be able to pick it up. Yeah. I feel like they're 
like at, to a certain extent though the teachers won't be able to assume and say like well you've learned this so I'm not taking this upon myself they'll yeah. they'll make up for it a little bit but they're they're definitely if they decide to close schools until the end of the year especially in high school they're definitely gonna ask teachers to supplement some material and it's going to be a lot of independent learning i don't yeah. know what they're going to do grade wise or test wise yeah. for that but if you want to learn the material your teachers will be there to to give you what you need yeah. to learn it on your own yeah i think i think there's going to be a lot of, like a big gap on that front and if anything it's it's going to highlight like what's good or what's doable online and what's not doable online yep. mm -hmm. you know so you could it'll test out this whole uh doug ford e-learning yeah. thing. yeah yeah well i know just from from my position and i know i don't usually we don't usually talk about our own jobs <laughs> at all on the podcast but i know much you have like, a job? i do most of my classes <laughs> i teach partially online like i teach to people in person and take yeah. teach to people distance and I personally think that there, there is an aspect that you're missing out on. I, you still get the information, uh, depending, I think, on the professor or the teacher, instructor, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you can still get away with, with learning what you need to learn, and you, some of them are very good at doing it. But I do think there's something missing in that face-to-face -face oh, aspect. Sure. And I know just mm -hmm. personally, like, you can get it done at e-learning, but it's just you don't get this. It's not as rich. And no. you're like, there's a whole social aspect to learning too, and yeah. and being engaged in a subject and asking questions and listening to how people react. And there's a lot of mm -hmm. uh, like, like a classroom dynamic, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or even like an uh, assessing when you're mm -hmm. like you're teaching in front of your class and you're saying something and you see your students like they go blank. Or you see that they're yeah, like, yeah. what word did you say? Or then like, oh, like, oh right yeah. on, like they got it. You can tell that online when you don't see their faces. Yeah, no. You can't don't tell. Or just like the time of day or, okay, the, yeah. I need to turn on a light right now because I'm losing them. But yeah. you yeah. can't, you can't do that online. Uh, or yeah. like when they're, they're practicing their own work. Like you're walking around you're kind of <laughs> seeing like, oh, oh, like just a second. That's not how you do that. But yeah. well, I, I think if there's going to be some transition to online learning, we're going to, and, and I don't necessarily know that that's, that's a bad thing, but we're going to be asking more of students. Mm -hmm. And, and that's kind of a different, it seems like it's a, a change in trend because like over, I don't know, even when we were in high school, I feel like in general, like it was the teacher's job to make sure that you knew this stuff right yeah. we didn't really know that i feel like we we didn't really understand just how much that like you you could probably mess mess around and still <laughs> and still pass but I, yeah. like i don't know i sort of get the feeling like kids more or less are have some awareness of that today and it's like mm -hmm. you know teachers really do go above and beyond to to make sure that that kids pass are successful in their learning and if you go into online learning, it's like, yeah, the material can still be um, uh, can still be delivered, but like you don't get a chance to to do that kind of like checking back and that, that no, feedback. No, and they do have, and you need like online good online courses that are yeah. set up. So certain courses, maybe 
because yeah. certain kids can't go to school like on a regular basis or like some kids are sick or mm-hmm. like adults coming back at different ki- times in a semester they can yeah take those courses but i've i've worked in both and it's definitely harder to be successful at an online course you have to be much more disciplined and and really be there because you want to be there yeah and how many of those teenagers enrolled in high school because they really want to be there i don't know i 100 percent agree and i think also like uh you're saying adult and students who want to be there uh, there is a maturity aspect to it Mm -hmm. if you're going to learn independently uh i know myself in high school i couldn't even do it in person let alone do it you know, so uh, in university, I couldn't do it. Like I, I didn't. As a young adult, I didn't have the maturity to be like I. I feel like I passed my, my like I got through my university, but I looking but you back took gym on class. It, that's very true. I, did, I I do have a bachelor's degree in gym, so uh, you know how to set up pylons for regulation <laughs> size dodgeball court. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think he does uh, know fair, how to do that. I probably don't. I <laughs> he probably forgot. Don't. He wasn't there that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I skipped that class. No, but it, just in general, like I, I didn't have the, like I look back on it and I go, man, I, I would have got a lot more, or I could have got a lot more out of my post secondary education in my high school, for that matter, had I been yeah. more engaged. But you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it is a good idea to ask more out of the kids and like ask for more of their attention and more of their their kind of participation in that i don't mm-hmm. we'll we'll see if it I works i feel like we might we might have to see yeah i think yeah. we'll be forced to see yeah, yeah. Kind of, especially if everybody's staying in their homes right like yeah. i don't know well, yeah we'll see what, what are so your sophie yes dear i'm asking uh wondering uh are you willing to do a uh a solo podcast, you, Paula, and uh, another uh, female guest. Uh, Putting just, me on the spot, ladies. just like that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I would love to. Hear. I'd listen to that. I would. Yeah. I know oh, Paula yeah. hasn't listened to me yet, but do we have to like come up with our own topics, or you're gonna yes. tell us what you want us to talk about? You talk about just... you are interested in, and you talk mm. about what you feel like talking about. Yeah. Okay. I feel Fair. like you guys could have a good. I feel podcast. like it could be fun. We'll set you up. Yeah. You can even set up your own RSS feed and account and everything, and then we'll. <laughs> I have, have no a... idea what an RSS. No, no, no. Feed is. I, I can set you up on that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, we can set it up. I feel like it'd be entertaining, and we can walk out. Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, I when when is this podcast going to take place? Because I feel like I w- I would definitely want that to be. And what happens if we get done. more views than you typically get? Uh, you How probably are you guys will. Feel? Yeah, you will. Hundred percent will. Yeah. Like I, I think I, I wouldn't be jealous at all if you guys had a more successful podcast. Me and Jason could be producers of your podcast. Yeah, oh, yes. that's where the real money is. The that's royalties right. and make dozens of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> dozens yeah. of dollars. Uh, so, Jay, what do you make of the 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 kind of um, conspiracy theory that's going around with this this pandemic and like uh, not not just the conspiracy theory, but like the idea that people think that this is uh, the end times. Well, I, I, I don't You're a biblical that scholar. End, so. I don't disagree that's in the end times. Uh, I believe that uh, we will see. Uh, uh, what's his name? Is it Mike Lent? No, Gabriel. Or who's the angel going to come down and save us? Okay. At the end Can time you stop for a second? Did you say 
Michael Angelo. Michael, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Michael Landsberg. <laughs> oh. Like, is it Michael Landsberg that's going to come down from the heavens and save us all or on Judgment Day? <laughs> the turtle. The turtle. No, I can't remember. Or is it it's like Gabriel or... I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, I, I do know. believe it's the end times. Uh, no, it's, you know, shit's going to... This, you know, the Spanish flu happened. Guess what? That canceled the Stanley Cup finals back exactly. in 1919. Exactly. Uh, we've had, like, yeah, shit sucks. Uh, it's not good, but, you know, we've gotten through that stuff. And we're way more capable of getting through this now. Yes. Like, they didn't have intensive care medicine, and they didn't have, uh, like... They didn't uh, have bleach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, we were talking about that. We're like, okay, these... First of all, the Spanish flu killed between 50 and 100 million people. <laughs> Whoever is making those that estimates, yeah. that fucking margin of error. Shoot. Um, <laughs> 50,000 people, margin of error. No, 50 million people. Uh, 50 million people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be zero or 50 million or 100 mi- million if you're going there. It's a very scary number. Let's just put it that way. Like, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. They keep saying. You shouldn't laugh. It's very mo- serious. Well, but, I, yeah. I feel like they keep saying that on the like either the news or you watch some like explained video and it's yeah. just like, oh, the Spanish flu in 1918 killed between 50 and 100 million people. Well, which one is it? Like, well, like they didn't have Excel back then. What do you want them to do? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But it, I think it is different, though. Like, I'm sure there wasn't mass communication back then either about like, okay, everybody, like this is what we're all trying to do. So let's all mobilize mm-hmm. as yeah. one. Um, didn't have like accelerated vaccine development. Uh, you know, it's it's a much better time today for us to be going through something like this. And yeah. also, it's predictable too, right? Like we know that this is going to happen again, and yeah. it's probably, I don't know, given what what most people seem to be feeling when they get the, they get sick from this, is that <clears throat> like it's not it's not something that that ends up being super severe for the majority of people, right? So at no, least but you not don't that. Discount the people that it is severe for no no of course i'm I'm not saying that in a sense that we should not be socially distancing because of that mm-hmm. no i like we're locked in our house and uh, we're taking uh, it seriously exactly it's more it's it's not a reason to panic like mm-hmm. no nobody should be like if you're in your house and you're doing every, everything you can to minimize your interactions with other people like that should be the end of your anxiety you know mm-hmm. Well, that's yours because you get to work from home and good point. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going anywhere. But yeah. if if I was a nurse, you might feel differently. True, true. Yeah. Or if even if it wasn't the disease that was affecting you, and it was the like your job, like your hours got cut back, or like you lost mm-hmm. your job, right? And now it's you can't make your mortgage payments, or you can't uh, you can't put food on the table, which I I think you know. As far as like our government's reaction to that, uh, I don't know. I, I think if I am to be so bold, <laughs> and if anybody wants to doubt how I feel about Justin Trudeau, you can like go back and listen to some old beer and bullshit podcast. But I think they've done a good job. Like they they're they're pushing forward initiatives that are actually going to help, or s- at least like we don't know yeah. how how they've been rolled. It's out for there, sure going to help as as long as 
they're sustainable, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something that they can do for years and years and mm-hmm. years, right? But uh, it's definitely something that'll see people through the hard times. Like, I, I think there has been some changes, though, right? Like, the the programs that were initially rolled out, some of them were sort of retooled. Yes. Um, like, am, am I mistaken in saying the 75% payroll... Uh, like that's their subsidy was supposed to be ten percent originally. Okay, so what they're hoping to do is that instead of people being laid off, that employers are going to keep people on and yeah. at seventy five, and they'll they subsidize went from the 10% wage. Ten percent to seventy five percent. Yeah, originally wow. it was going to be a ten percent subsidy. Th- that was the original uh, mm-hmm. thing by the liberals, and then the NDP said no, no, seventy five, and they're like, okay, and they, they just took it like, sure, if you if yeah. you want to agree, we'll like, go for it. We so, don't want to uh, piss anyone our, off. Our one friend wouldn't mind to jump on now, Corey. Oh, Andrew? Yes. Okay. I can attempt to do this. If you can get them on the screen. Do that again. So what were we talking about last? I can't I remember know. now. I don't remember anymore. Probably that something about it. You know, you guys were just talking about the uh, subsidy, the business subsidies at 10 to 75%. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. what I think is interesting, and there's oh, another thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about the essential services stuff. Uh, but the one thing I think is interesting is like, you, you, if you go talk to some conservative or something, you know, fuck the poor man. Uh, no socialism, blah blah blah. But corporate socialism and business socialism, one hundred percent on board. Yeah. Let's give money to, and like I hundred percent. You know, I want local businesses like like you know Dombrowski's, Full Beard, Compass, all these guys to stay above water. I want them to be helped out. But like, it's funny how you don't hear anything from these. You know, who was running for the PCs just last or, or whatever. You don't hear anything about them saying, no, no, we shouldn't be doing that. But now it's completely okay. It's. That's, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess we're not living in. Uh, I, I guess everybody's getting a sense of what um, the poor feel all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, it's. I guess, I, I don't know, maybe out of this, people are going to, uh, and it's not to say that, you know, in in normal times that socialism is the answer, right? It's just, uh, I, I hope what it does is it provides people with more perspective on, uh, like, uh, everybody's going to have a little bit more compassion, a little more empathy at the end of all this, Right. I, I hope so. Anyways, I hope it just mm-hmm. doesn't go back to the way it was because things were good, right? Went for quite a while, and I don't know, like the markets plunged worse than, or I think they were saying like uh, it's it, the initial kind of dip in the markets. Anyways, has been was worse than like the Great Depression at the beginning yeah. of the Great Depression. Anyways, so we've never really even been here before so yeah and how we've had the same mechanisms in place that we could use now that we didn't have then like did we have the same levers to market uh you know it is a global economy but did we have the abilities to slow things down instantaneously back then than we do now you know like we could shut down essentially all all uh supply chain stuff with one click of a button or you know one call uh yeah you know so is that why we're not as bad as we were? But we're not as bad as we were. Or, meaning... or, or 
we or maybe like no we maybe we're not feeling it like they did in Great Depression. Like also we're only two weeks in, so is yeah. it as Yeah. I don't know. We'll and also does it show that the market really doesn't mean shit? It doesn't mean shit, what do you mean? Like, yeah, the market goes down and how much that really affect regular Joe Blow? Well, I think it affects people who are like people who need who have a lot of their money tied up in the market and yeah. especially yep. when they rely on it, right? So like yeah. uh, people who are re- recently retired recently retired. Yeah, I'm getting some I'm getting uh, our voices coming back. So if you want to turn the volume down on your speakers maybe. Better? Just a little bit. Yeah, okay, that's better. Um but yeah, basically, uh, I I think it's for people who've recently retired who need that that income. They need to withdraw the that money from the market, and yes, they could potentially be facing like big losses, right? And oh yeah, so well, I, I, I know just on my own personal stuff, pretty decent losses. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you got a lot of money in the market, Jake. <laughs> Not a ton of money, but. He's Even the super money rich. That you have. Just, a, just a few shekels, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> but if you leave it, it should come back, is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe you know what you're alluding to as well, like the fact that we can shut the market down with one click or one call is somewhat the like reflective of how fast the recovery will be too. Like I don't know, there were we we have no idea, and there's probably yeah. way smarter people than us that are thinking Figure about this kind of stuff what's that figure it out like yeah, yeah. yeah smart people in charge but like you know like trump when shit was pardon like trump yeah exactly <laughs> so we're solving issues with our friend here we're having issues always having issues eh this is the bullshit this, this is the story this is the story of the beer and bullshit podcast but uh yeah regardless That's on uh, this time I do want to talk about uh, one thing before we move on. Oh, one thing. Uh, today, I'm drinking full beer, beer prospector. Well, would you would you look at that? Look what we're drinking: full beard, lion's mane, and also what a coincidence that they're the only uh, company delivering in Timmins right now. What? How dare you? Yeah, they're. I'm uh, sure I'd like somewhere. <laughs> I have waited longer for pizza delivery than I have for this beer delivery. That's it was amazing. It took, yeah. it took ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> at our doorstep, uh, distancing, uh, dropping it off two meters away from the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like a pro. Like he's done this before. Oh man, no, it was. Uh, I, I'm. I've been very impressed with our local uh, businesses. Have been amazing. Oh, stepped up in big life. time. Yeah getting people uh the stuff they need it's uh, i don't know i haven't been to a grocery store yet so i don't know what that experience is like but from what i hear it's mm-hmm. it's just been crazy well we have i haven't been either but um i spoke to the girl from independent on the phone and like they must be just exasperated too like these huge orders coming in like well, way more out. than they're used to yeah if you order you have to wait a week to get your stuff at independent yeah. then uh uh Mr. Uh, Durpo, Dabrowski's, like, we ordered uh, meat and uh, vegetables from him. I know. Yeah, same yeah. here. Split. It was Next great. day. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're really, really stepping up, uh, especially the small businesses to sort of fill those gaps to, for people yeah. to get things, like, in the short term. 
And then mm-hmm. uh, when people need to get like their um, packaged food or whatever, like they 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 place their orders mm-hmm. with the with the larger grocery grocery stores. But um, just like you say, the girl that was talking to you on the phone today, like I I would expect that the amount of shopping that these people have to do on a daily basis, like going through the sh- the the store and filling up carts and just like calling people and all that. It must be insane and like no stop, no stopping. And this girl yeah. was so pleasant oh, on the so phone. Nice, yeah. Like, well, we don't so have any of this, but we have this, we don't have your, yeah. and, and she replaced it really well. And like, I don't yeah. like shopping for other people either. Like, I, Oh, sorry, Corey, I got you the wrong pepperettes and you're all upset. <laughs> so I'm sure like this girl that has no idea That's exact- who I am is like, I don't know if she wants the pulp orange juice and if the no pulp is out. And- I know. And like, do I know the difference between vegetable oil and canola oil? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm sure people who have some some allergies might, but I don't give a uh, shit. See, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I told Soph. I said, if I was doing this shopping... I, like the girl was basically telling us like, oh, we don't have this, but we have this one here. We don't have the one you ordered, but you have this and we'll substitute it and you can like put this in. I would be the guy going through the aisle and just going like, oh, sorry, we don't, we don't have that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We didn't Next. have it. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. And like you yeah. would get a third of your order. No, they're being yeah. awesome. Uh, like uh, I got nothing but respect for those We ended up with um, sidekicks, which we haven't eaten since university. That's so I'm really true. excited about trying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pocket. Pizza oh, pockets, yeah. nice, nice. Like the. To be fair, I get those pretty often. <laughs> like okay, but pizza, like uh, Pillsbury pizza pops. Okay. So there's pizza pops or pizza pockets. That's right. Pocket. <laughs> Sorry, so we're getting pops. Sorry, pops, because pops, I would argue, are more in the shape of a pocket than more like a half moon. Yeah. Uh, to me, it looks more like a pocket. Where the po- uh, the pizza pockets are a circle. That's right. So and we have we have the pops. You Sorry. don't remember baked. Not fried. fried. Yeah. Baked. Yeah. Fried. When we used to have cable. That's right. I loved commercials. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, pizza pockets were made by what? McCain? I don't remember. I think so. I think it's McCain and um, Pizza Pops are Pillsbury. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And the dough is, like, flaky. The, yeah. Uh, the sure. Pillsbury. You you would know your pizza pops. Oh fuck yeah! I ate a lot of that stuff when I was, yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school. That, that's, like, all I would eat. That? I one time bought bagel bites and yeah. he was like ecstatic. Remember bagel bites? <laughs> or mini? Ever had like little mini pizza, like little mini taco bites or pizza They're bites, like, like tater or tots what? or something like oh, pizza wow. somethings. Shit. Zip. There was like oh, zappums. Yes. That is. Quarantine food. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All the stuff that they would advertise on YTV. Mm. <laughs> but back to the community thing. Not only, <laughs> not only the food has stepped up, but I feel like a lot of like businesses. I heard today that um, Discover Fitness was renting out their spin bikes and hosting like in-home spin classes. Like Sylvie Lamott yeah. was doing some of her tribe activities, like quarantine friendly i feel like it's just been awesome bodhi tree was doing yoga like like online, online yoga. Yeah. yeah oh beer and bullshit is broadcasting exactly all the essentials oh, are coming at God. you it's just like <laughs> everything you believe no and and i think that you know what honestly i feel like that's been the hardest part about the lockdown is i feel like everybody's sort of pulling their weight and all <laughs> i i sort of feel like useless yeah sitting in in the house like 
oh man, like I, I feel like I should be going to get somebody's groceries mm-hmm. or like. Because we feel good. We feel healthy yeah. and capable of yeah. helping. But today I felt like that retired person who's chipping away at her driveway while the sun's out and yeah. something that the sun's going to do on its own anyways. But I'm like, okay, it, let's go try this. Like you guys are being extra like cautious because you guys know you came from out of country, right. blah, blah, blah. So like you guys are doing above and beyond, I'm sure. Or you're just doing your part. Yeah. Uh, Paul and I, really, I'm just afraid to bring it back to my kid, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, and I just don't want to exaggerate anything and have more, you know, me catching it and giving it to somebody mm-hmm. else. So mm-hmm. we're staying home. We could probably, you know, there's, quote, unquote, less of a chance because we might not, have, like, we have less of a chance of having it than you do, technically, maybe. I don't know. You guys are what they that. say. We felt pretty safe, but, yeah. but, yeah, but, never uh, know. Yeah. You, but you know it's a smart investment. We're talking about the uh, street. <laughs> yep. Smart investment is ordering new beer bullshit hats, <laughs> rain teaser t-shirts weeks before a push ride uh, lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, very smart. Jason. But they're going to be vintage by the time they come out for the first time. So this might be exactly. a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to stop doing laundry, and that's all you're going to wear this this entire time. <laughs> Just a different color every time. Oh, there's different colors. Oh, there's different that's, colors. That's exciting. Oh, wait, I got black for for the hats. I just did the two different uh, dark ones. I didn't get the uh, the bright green or gold. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get did, the gold ones you this didn't time. Get the yellow and black. I gave and I gave the yellow one I had. I gave it away. But uh, the shirts I got. I think gray, black, blue, and red. Maybe I'm not sure. Anyways. The shirts that you got were yes. gray, black, and red. red. Okay. I didn't know but if I'd do it. There's got to be yeah. a way for you to join this uh quarantine thing and do your green teaser online i was actually thinking about doing green teasers i was just thinking about that today well i feel like you can use cahoots i don't know if that works no that'd be something i think maybe you do like a 40 person you know uh a big a big zoom call or skype call Ah, just go for it no, no, you need to think this through because there's going to be... Clearly, I've watched you guys set this up for 45 minutes before we actually got online. So you don't want that to happen. If you want to sell some t-shirts, you got to get your shit together. That's right. We, we didn't have enough Thanks. of a test period. That's oh, what. yes. Uh, Corey, I turned your mic up a bit. Sophie's much clearer and louder than you are in your Oh, wow, that never happens. Sure. I'm so excited. Is that better? I know. Paula, you like this? You can hear me Hello? well? I can hear you perfect. Is Good. that better, G? Yeah. No. But yeah, no. And actually, the uh, recording on this, the video, is actually much uh, faster and not nowhere near as delayed. So this whole podcast with your wives is just a whole troubleshoot for the real stuff. That's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you have it right. You get the real guests on. That's still have not... Have you watched any of the uh, late night talk shows? They're all just bad YouTube videos right now. Oh, yeah? Bad YouTube videos. Yeah, they're just recording online and like the late late night show and, and they're or called the social distancing tonight show. Yeah. Oh, like Stephen Colbert and all that. Like, yeah. Uh, and oh, your mic okay. sucks right now, Corey. Big time. Okay, well, let me switch out and I'll uh, I'll get a different one. So, so Matt and McGee, let's ask you a question here. Sure. I want to ask you a question. Let me pull up my uh, my iPad of questions. Oh, that looks professional. Very much so. All right. I have you noticed, or so like you hear responses and you hear you see the videos from the prime minister, from the premier. Yes. Uh, 
Have you heard I know or have people, watched? Actually. I know who you're talking about. Have you heard, watched, or, or heard anything from the municipality? Uh, no. I hadn't actually thought about that until you asked the question, but I, I haven't seen George Peary's face come out of anywhere and address anyone about anything now that you mention it. Or, But that's not really true. That's not fully well, true. Well, it actually is true that I have. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe he has, but I... <laughs> That's yeah, thing. Uh, yeah. Thank you for have the you interruption, but Sorry. I think the <laughs> question was supposed to be... Thanks for there, Mr. McGee. Sorry. Chauvinistic um, Was there one, Corey? You've seen it? Yes, he actually did say, uh, and there was a quote in... Like, I think he did a press conference, and there was a quote in the paper, like an article saying, mm. the next few weeks will be much easier if we all do what we have to do. That was the quote of... From George Peter. Uh, okay. Steve Black, on the other hand, has been uh, extremely active online. Yeah. Is, uh, yes. Some part of me feels like he, he's very worried it's, about this. I also haven't seen anything from Steve Black, so I feel like it depends what you follow and if yeah. I'm the uninformed um, constituent, then maybe I haven't seen anything. We should have a, a special uninformed citizen. <laughs> Oh, yes. yes, maybe I can lead that one. <laughs> Paula and I. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know I don't follow anything. I know. But somehow we know that we were supposed to stay in our house and we know what's going on, so I still feel like yeah. the news is getting through. Well, the the important stuff for sure. Like, I'm not saying that the stuff we know about is important at all. I don't, I don't think it... But Jay, were you asking that question because you feel like there should have been more, or like why? Well, I just what was the I segue? That I haven't heard a whole lot from from our mayor. No, but like, do you and, think and, that he would have anything new to say? For, and that's the thing too. It's like, and I like, I'm kind of saying this to a degree because you know I saw our former mayor's uh, a post about it. Mm-hmm. And what's he uh, saying? I and, haven't seen it. And really, like, then I thought about him, like, does it really matter? Like, but, how much are we really getting from him? Like, and actually, our guest I'm trying to get on right now, he mentioned that, like, the mayor doesn't really get to decide much about central services or anything else. So, like, what can they mm -hmm. say or do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also what other mayors have been really huge participants in the, yeah. in kind of the uh, communications. It's all been health units, provincial and federal yeah. communications that hasn't mm -hmm. been municipal whatsoever even in like greater areas has the toronto mayor or ottawa or vancouver that i haven't heard anything from those mayors no, there must be some um, municipal decisions that can be made like i got uh, an email from our school board saying they were closing all um, playgrounds that were on school board properties like have they closed the parks the city parks i don't know they yeah they, they did close and took out all the ice from the rinks yeah. 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 Oh. I, I I think there is a role to play though for for mayors and uh well, especially the mayor. I and that's making sure like if you're right that there's no decisions that can be made on that front or at least uh, as far as we know, right? Like yeah. what are you going to do pass a bylaw and get Timmins police to keep people in their homes maybe? Like obviously uh I I, I did see something that the Timmins police are patrolling certain areas to make sure that people are are keeping their distance and like they're only checking out Upper Melrose and make sure that they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Us poor Melrose people, no policing. Or or 
arrested. Or arrested, yeah, we're just arrested yeah, for the time. You guys, <laughs> they want to yeah. make sure they want to make sure that the the lower Melrose doesn't climb up to the upper upper Melrose, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. us swamp dwellers <laughs> go up there and uh, ruin you for a stench. <laughs> hey, yeah. you said it, not me. But there could still be like Paul and I before we got online. We're talking about if our um, soccer season's gonna go, and some of these games are on city-owned yep. property, yeah. and we're. We're still up in the air, but maybe they have some kind of press conference or not a pre- I don't know what, how, like, they would announce mm-hmm. this, but maybe they know that, like, okay, these these parks or these facilities are going to be closed until said date, and then we could work around that. Maybe they don't know, but it's always nice, like, we've signed up for some races that have at least sent an email saying we are unsure if we're going to cancel this or not, but we are still, mm-hmm. we're going to keep you posted. Like we haven't yeah. forgotten about you and we're not in the dark. Yeah. And, and I think even at the very least having, having a voice, like this person's supposed to be leading the city, right? And having somebody just come out and be like, you know what? Like sort of speaking to the state of the city right now. Everybody seems to be respecting this like social distancing thing. And even just having someone periodically come out and say like, you know what? Our city's doing a really good job right now of doing this. We really want to like, we, we need to really keep it up. We need like just that mm-hmm. kind of like unifying voice. Right. Cause that's, what's going to, if, if this is something that we need to do for a very long, for a, a much longer time, then we're going to have to do this. Like, like you're going to have to have everybody on the same page about it. Right. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like uh, I w- would we want to hear it? Like that's more or less what we've been hearing from the prime minister throughout mm-hmm. this entire time. Would we right? want to hear, or are we going to be more of like, okay, we get it, like stop. Yeah. It, or even is it an opportunity for mixed messaging? Right. Like one guy says something off the cuff, people mm-hmm. take it a certain way or has a certain tone. Is it? Uh, I I don't know what the right answer is to that, but I'm I. Some part of me feels like I would want to hear from the mayor. Maybe not every day like you hear from the prime minister, but uh, yeah. maybe, like, I mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've appreciated hearing from Trudeau. I, yeah. I like, uh, I read, uh, I was reading McLean's article the other day that was basically saying, no, it was the Globe and Mail. They were saying the guy comes out, he speaks in a measured tone every day, provides updates, Get, reinforces the important mm-hmm. points and it, it, they, I, they I were calling it his finest hour i saw someone compare him to mr rogers that was funny. yeah yeah <laughs> like a, you know in and i mean for all for all his faults and for all the stuff that that the you know people don't like the liberals for like this to me has been a good thing having him come out every day more or less the same time giving the updates, giving like, this is what we're doing. This is what, you know, our priority is this. It's, it's been very consistent. And, yes. um, and, and also the, the lack of bickering between the parties. Like no one yeah. seems to be politicizing yeah. this, which is great. I love the first there was a bit of, uh, I believe O'Toole. Was it O'Toole? The one, uh, who's gunning for, is it McKay? Uh, no, O'Toole wanted it delayed. And one delay, but he was he already posted some like sponsored ads uh, about like how uh, th- there's a grab for power, you know, and they're trying to take all this, you know, three years or whatever, and that got taken off. Like they proposed it, it got taken off the the thing right away, the two year measure yeah. or a timeline got yeah. taken off right away. But it's like that was the only time I saw any political kind of squabble about it. Sure. Next to that, there was nothing, yeah. and everyone's like, "Yeah, let's go." 
uh, mm. you know, they, the 10% subsidy got brought up. Yeah. The NDP said, no, we want 75%. And there, and there was like, let's together. go for it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, like okay. even, even from the provincial level, like hearing from Doug Ford frequently and seeing that there's cooperation between like the PCs in Ontario and seeing, and the liberals at, at the federal level, like yeah. that's got to me, that just strikes even like a reassuring tone, right? Mm. Like yeah. you, you sort of feel like, yeah, okay, you know what? We all have our different views on how to do things, but we all acknowledge that this is a serious situation that we got to do something about, right? Yeah. And and even to hear Doug Ford say the words, the the um, the federal government has been doing a great job at this. Yeah. Like that's huge. Doug Ford would have mm-hmm. never praised Justin Trudeau. Never. So like. Not know. one mention of a gas tax yet. No, no, exa- no. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. And those are the good things coming out of it. Yeah. yeah. Like we know that yeah. when it when push comes to shove, people can work together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it exactly. hits the fan. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. When things and are I, good, we can I, call each other Nazis there. But uh... yeah. I will honestly say, uh, I'm not surprised of the response from Trudeau. I, you know, I am not a liberal. Uh, uh, I'm much more. I'm, I'm much for a, a, like I said, social conservative, fiscal liberal. Uh, I, but I'm I, I'm not surprised by his. Like I'm I'm happy and uh, I'm happy that he's giving a, he is a, coming off very well. I'm also happy how well I, I'm surprised and very happy how well Ford is coming across. Yeah. Like it just seems like he's he, he stepped up to the plate. Even though I'm not sure I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> as, as a teacher you union are, member? That's nothing wrong with that. You agree no. that he came up, that he's doing, yeah. uh, I would argue, a decent job. I agree. I agree. And and I think that, like, um, you know, for all the comparisons that Doug Ford got to Trump, right? Like, he mm-hmm. he's acting nothing like, like yeah. Trump is right now. And that's like, that, to me, is a, a really nice sign. It's a nice sign that even somebody who's who's got a bit of a combative personality, like uh, like um, Trump has, you yeah. can he's he's able to sort of like put that aside and go like, all right, you know what we we can all acknowledge what's important in this situation, right? So Andrew's currently in watching, but not. <laughs> hey, there we go. We got to see. Hey, how you doing? Nice jersey. Yeah. Yes, nice jersey. Tivins rock. Yeah, man. There we go. There you go. Oh, that's All right. talking to me. So we got a got a whole thing going on here now. Yes, yes. Panel. we're hanging out with our significant others and children. Uh, well, yeah. child. Our child kids are outside of our passed. quarantine. They didn't oh, make nice. the team. You in the? No. <laughs> in the bunker. Yes. Yes, we are in the. Bunker. Yeah, when they were closing the gates, the kids were just too slow. And just. <laughs> They brought the, the the trap door down. You're like, too bad. You're, you're on your own. Sorry, you're stuck. You're stuck with the grandparents for two weeks. They're so pumped to be there. Like, <laughs> did I tell you this? I asked Finn in an email what he misses the most about being home, and his answer was his PlayStation. <laughs> like, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. He misses hockey though. With senior rock jersey. Oh yeah. He was supposed to be one of the the flag skaters on uh, yeah. on the ice for last week. Was it? Yeah, it was last week. Yeah. March break, yeah. Yeah, during the March break, and super bummed out that uh, the season got canceled. So, mm-hmm. it's yeah, would have been nuts, man. Yeah, been, uh, yeah it was nice going to be. Spring. It was going to be a good, uh, a good playoff run too, eh? They were poised to to do well. Oh, yeah, they were looking really good. They were looking really good, and 
Yeah, it would have been fun. Would have been fun to go to those games, you know. And oh, well. Unfortunately, uh, you know, what you things uh, things changed, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so what are you guys talking about? COVID or <laughs> <laughs> what? Is there what? anything else? Co what? Yeah, like we we just like lost the key to get out of our house. I guess no, <laughs> no that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so for those just tuning in, uh, which I guess is not. Andrew. Anybody, we're not we're not live Just right now. They were, we're recording this. Uh, last time we were we did this live, it didn't really work out that well. So uh, for those of us who are just joining us, uh, Mr. Andrew Audio is joining us on the podcast tonight. How you doing, Andrew? Good, very good, very good. Good. I'm on, I'm, you enjoying your isolation? I'm in my bunker, six feet underground. So it's. Uh, you sure I there's no virus not. there? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> So I'm sealed in here tight. So, <laughs> uh, right on. Yeah. Well, we're happy. Just to have- yeah. rations, and that's it. Yeah, this is what we got, man. It's uh, we got to maximize Skype. You know, it's technology. It's uh, technology from 20 years ago already, but uh, looks like we're finally using it now. Putting it to good use. <laughs> yeah, it's... I had to create an Outlook account just to use this. So, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I slot your data. Careful, those globalists. Yeah. Uh, well. Hey. Somebody else is watching this, I'm sure. Everyone's got the data, right? <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. People like so. people laughing about like, oh, I would never have an Alexa in my house or a Google Home in my house. Like, what are they going to do? Listen to me squabble and yell at Paula for not buying the proper pizza pockets <laughs> instead of pizza pops? Like, who cares? I feel the same way. Corey yeah, doesn't like I feel me. a little bit differently on that. I'm not a big fan of having these things... Uh, I feel like they're they're gathering this information in order to press my buttons uh, later on and control my mind. So uh, no, no, thank you. Yeah, he always talks about how his his Facebook's what is it called? Uh, my newsfeed. Your newsfeed gives you like things because they've heard, and all he keeps getting is this guy that that is. Um, rating pizza yes <laughs> i'm like yeah maybe they are listening to you but Corey, i know 40 percent of your diet it's pizza that's right that's right okay a- andrew you must have seen this on facebook like you know the guy who does the barstool pizza reviews like yeah, like, yeah. one bite everybody Dave knows Portnoy. the rules yes exactly yeah. have you been seeing what he's doing over this this like uh isolation he's reviewing frozen pizzas Oh, and now he's doing frozen. Yeah, I know he's been doing uh, pizza slice every day for the like two, three years now. And uh, but yeah, I, I haven't seen his uh, frozen pizza stuff. I'm not a huge fan of Portnoy to be honest. Uh, no, I thought a couple weeks ago his tone. I mean, whatever he's hit or miss for me. But I mean, uh, I know he's got to just put tons of videos out there every day. But a couple weeks ago, he was taking this thing way too lightly. Just. Oh, fuck that, man. I'm not going to fucking isolate. No, I see you go to the bar. Everyone, the fuck it. You know, well, you know, whatever. Anyways, it's just very, a little too, uh, a little too chill with the whole thing. I don't really care oh, for his yeah? demeanor, but that's what his thing is. Well, he's, he's American. It's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a mass hole. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's what they do in, in New England and, you know, anyways. But yeah, no, I haven't seen the frozen pizza. Is it, uh. Is it interesting? Or? They're they're funny. No, they're, I I, I find he's a funny guy. But uh, I like that you you bring up a good point though in the sense of like how everybody's sort of come to this taking this seriously at different times, right? Like as this was sort of happening, right? Everybody's I I would say more or less all the people in my life right now are taking this 
pretty seriously if you're not like i i don't know where you're living if like what rock you're living under right now but everybody seems to be taking it seriously now but that wasn't necessarily the case a week ago right like everybody's sort of come to this a little bit differently like when when did you find yourself getting uh getting serious about doing your social distancing Jeez, well, I guess uh, it would have been because, like, again, we, the Timmons Rock, they had the one playoff game. On, it was on the Wednesday, and uh, then the next day, everything kind of basically shut down. So it was, like, the last thing that really happened. There was, you know, almost 1,500 people at the MAC, and even before going in that night, I'm like, I mean, I wanted to go, don't get me wrong, and I, and I went, obviously, but uh, I, 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 there was already kind of a weird kind of buzz kind of hanging over it. I was like, man, is this a good idea? It's going to be a ton of people there. You're going to have to, you know, be in close contact with a lot of people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was trying to take it, you know, like, lightly early on. I, uh, at one point, had a tweet which did not age well because I said, uh, at this point, I'm more concerned about the BO epidemic. So that was because I had recently had a bad experience. There was, uh, I ran into a few people. There was a lot of BO going around at the time. And then, like, by the next, I mean, man, this thing, yeah, tweet did not age well. He <laughs> got a couple of likes, but it didn't age well, you know, and then, it, yeah, so anyways. Um, no, I mean, it was... I'm not on Twitter. Can you delete it, tweets? Or is yeah, that yeah. there forever? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can delete them. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure in the deep, dark web, someone can find them, but... Uh, mm-hmm. No, anyways, it was just basically... Yeah, I mean, I obviously been hearing about it, but as soon as it starts kind of infiltrating North America, that's when I think everyone obviously here really, you know, took it seriously and knew that there was going to be some uh, some pretty uh, serious changes going on to society here, and especially obviously when uh, Trudeau got his uh, diagnosis and he was going to be locked yeah. up. And, yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, that's. Our our harrowing tale was I, I was telling Jay about that. Well, he he knows about it now. But we were actually we're on fourteen day lockdown right now because we were outside the country last uh, last week, and um, we we took off and they were starting to there were starting to be rumblings about like okay you know they're they're advising against traveling to Europe and in China and there were starting to be those like flight restrictions. <laughs> we we land and. The first announcement we hear is, oh, yeah, uh, global travel advisory, everybody come home. And and we're in the Dominican, and it's not like you can just get in your car and drive home. And now everybody's rushing to get flights to get out, right? Because everybody's seeing where, where this is all going. The countries are starting to shut their borders down and, and it's declaring states of emergency. So we we figure it out. We we find the earliest flight that we can get on and get back and get back here. And even there, the messaging's kind of, like when we get here, the messaging's a little bit odd, right? Because everything's moving so quickly. They're recommending that people isolate right away and they do what they can to to avoid contact with other people. And then as you could tell, every day the messaging was getting a little bit more serious, right? Like uh, okay, no, now it's not. Now it's not an ask. You must, and now it's the law. You must or face face penalties and fines. Right? It should be any flight. It's yeah. just research. Well, that's what it is now. That's what it is yeah. now. They're saying any interprovincial or like anybody yeah. can't. Nobody can get on a train anymore or anything like that. So yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's we should be treating this like HPV. Just assume you have it. <laughs> 
assume you have it. But uh, overall, like uh, Andrew, I'm interested in getting your perspective on this. Like, how how are you feeling about like the rea- people's reaction to this? Well, you're probably seeing uh, a little bit of the worst of humanity. Obviously, like, yeah, it's obviously it was very disappointing that uh, the hoarding stuff happened. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure you guys have probably already talked about this earlier, but uh, yeah, really disappointing to see like that's people's first reaction, right? Is to just start hoarding, like, and I don't know. There was no indication that it was going to cut all of our supply lines or anything like that, and especially the fact that the illness wasn't really gastro-related, so no need to, like, stock up on the TP that hard, you know? Like That was, was weird, uh, was eh, that that was the first place things would go? Yeah. I feel like yeah. canned goods would have been the first area. Well, like, but... beer, meat, yeah, like, bacon... Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Toilet paper but it, is it's funny. It's just evident that you see something happen, you your intelligence goes out the window, and you just follow yeah. the masses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well and there's a bit of psychology with that too. I read a couple of uh, articles about that, where even just we're so used to seeing all of the shelves full, and the second that there's a big section that's not full, it kind of piques everyone's curiosity. Yeah. You know, well, I better grab this. Mm-hmm. You know, and like. And then that creates yeah, the shortage. And then it, yeah. the, the fact that people go out and panic by it, it, cre- it ends up creating the shortage that didn't need to exist mm-hmm. in the first place. There right? is no shortage yeah. of toilet paper. It's in everybody's houses now. It just looks like there's a shortage yeah. of to- yeah. toilet paper because the shelves are Also, there. I have a shower right next to my toilet. I can just <laughs> bidet myself if I really yeah. have to. That's yeah. pretty disgusting, Jay. Hey, it's been one week in your house. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's what and I then, said too. The people with bidets are laughing now, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Or a ton of beer bullshit t shirts. That must be weird. Uh, she, my wife's funny sometimes. She says or anybody who's got a beer and bullshit t shirt. Uh, <laughs> or grain teasers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody has those yet. Uh <laughs> On, uh, but I find it interesting that you say that we're seeing the worst of humanity right now because I think you can flip that around and say, you know, we're seeing uh, some of the best of of people as well, right? Like, we were just talking here, even from a government standpoint, which is obviously very um, ugly most of the time. Like, people get very cynical about politics. And, and, sure. Uh, and we were talking about how, uh, at least from our perspective, it sounds it, it looks like our, our governments have been cooperating different levels of government have been cooperating very, very well and uh, setting politics aside, especially like between parties too. seems like there's been a bit of a unified response here and the everybody seems to have the same priority. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, again, yeah, like I was talking to a few people about this the other day as well. Like it's been pretty uh, solid across the board from all Canadian politicians about, like, taking it seriously. Like, there wasn't much of the, uh, you know, kind of flippant, uh, we got this under control kind of rhetoric you're hearing from the United States. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, be it provincial, federal, uh, you know, locally, I think everyone, I don't know, Canada was a little bit more ahead of the game on a few things. Obviously, people have some different uh, perspectives on that, obviously. But just, uh, yeah, no one took it lightly, basically. It was the biggest thing. Uh, Like you say, Ford has been good. Uh, Trudeau doing the best he can under his uh, quarantine, you know, situation. And had you yeah, talked to? It's been good. To, had you talked to some of the rock players about this? 
Uh, well, yeah. So I, yeah. So I also host a show on Eastland called Home Ice. So it's a weekly show about uh, the NOJHL, and yeah, we had to just kind of impromptu uh, end the season, uh, kind of with a, uh, yeah, just kind of a wrap it up mm-hmm. series. Uh, and uh, yeah, I spoke to a couple of players, and yeah, no, like it was, uh, they had no idea. Like that's what I asked them. Like, going into that game on the Wednesday night, like, did you guys have any idea there was? kind of like an axe dangling above your heads or anything and they said no and uh yeah yeah i'll just kind of blew up the next morning basically like and uh end of the season and spoke with the league commissioner the league commissioner was pretty rattled like he said it was the worst day of his you know like career in this position to, to have to cancel the season like that and uh yeah no it's really sad and again like because they're kind of a younger generation like they did they feel differently did they feel like this was kind of blown out of proportion no, I mean, I don't think, so. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, they they had to go down from such an emotional high, right? Like, you're in the yeah. playoffs, it was, you know, against their biggest rivals and everything. So, I mean, they probably needed definitely a couple of days, probably a week to really process it, let it sink in. And then, especially for, like you say, some of the, the 20-year-old guys, the guys who are aging out, yeah. that's such a cruel way to, like, end. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not just them, it's obviously the uh, CHL, the OHL uh you know, players too, and yeah, a lot of these communities, like, it's such an economic driver to have these hockey teams, uh, there's trickle-down effects of that as well, and yeah, it's really disappointing, and like you say, it's only been, what, a couple weeks without sports, and man, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, it's getting pretty uh, pretty grim, man, like, it's just... Yeah, all how the you networks about that? Be- like, ticket sales must, m- like, they must yeah. rely on that for... Yeah, for well, and it's all bonus, right, mm-hmm. basically, like, uh, your playoff ticket gates, uh, yeah, they're pretty good. And like I say, I think the uh, president of the Rocky gave a pretty good interview to the Daily Press. And uh, yeah, he said, yeah, it's going to hurt us, obviously, in the pocketbook because, you know, because they got nice big crowds, too. So, I mean, yeah. 50-50s or bananas there. So, I mean, it's, it's almost worth going to the games just yeah, for yeah. 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> There's over three grand. He does his own 50-50s at home. He, like, practices. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, if more practice is going to help him win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Rehearses the 50-50 drums. I love that kid. Oh, oh God. Awesome. But, uh... But yeah, no, I have a question. Oh, do you? So... Raise uh, your hand, please. Yes, Jason? Thank you. Uh, so, this is something I was actually discussing with uh, uh, the local transient, John Belanger, and... Uh, uh, our friend uh, Lance Pollock. Uh, we were talking about uh, kind of a. Do you see this issue maybe driving a uh, a new labor movement? So you know, if you look now at essentially a bunch of people who get paid minimum wage or very low wages now being indicated being essential service and having to work, uh, whereas people like many of us uh, can work from home, do whatever from home, get paid better than that or, you know, or, you know, whatever. Uh, can this be, will this maybe be a new kind of uh, push towards, you know, labor rules, labor, maybe just uh, unionizing, all that stuff? Because, like, who's going to be protecting these, you know, these, these delivery drivers, these grocery workers? Like, I know a lot of grocery stores do have unions already, but, like, can you um, see this being a change? And some of them have upped the wages to uh, yeah. to show appreciation, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, But not all of them, and they're not required to do that. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think it'll be yeah, interesting. No, it Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. 
no, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just going to say real quick. Yeah, no, it is great to see, like you say, all of a sudden these, uh, you know, the so-called minimum wage workers, uh, they're basically uh, emerging as heroes throughout all of this, right? I mean, yeah. grocery store workers, man, they're putting themselves in at risk every day when they go in, and uh, people keeping, you know, the fast food and whatever restaurants uh, can stay open. Yeah, like, they deserve all the uh, all the kudos and uh, probably a few more dollars an hour as well, too, I yeah. would think. And like, it's easy. It's easier to pull off for a big corporation, especially like Loblaws, who I've actually worked for that company before, and they're cheap as cheap can be, man. They'll pay you as <laughs> yeah. bare minimum as, and milk as many hours out of you as possible. So I mean, it's good to see them. Big big companies changing their tune a little bit. So it's good because, like, really, like when you say essential service, we're now saying that these grocery store workers, who let's say, like, you no, know, uh, the guy who picks up all the all the uh, carts gets paid minimum wage. We are now saying that they are as essential as a police officer in these times. In, in these times, times yeah. So this, this is crazy. And and just recently, we were having labor discussions with teacher unions, and some individuals were arguing that they should be essential services and be forced to work. And now they're yeah. either working from home or schools Realizing canceled. Realizing that we're not that important after all. <laughs> Not as important as but I think it's doing. It, it's kind of a good wake up call for us as a society to realize that everybody has a they're, worth in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're part. To, they're part to play, right? And and I think that uh, you know, in the end, you're probably like you're probably going to see the changes uh, as far as earnings go if they start oh. threatening to like withdraw their labor, like. Uh, in a situation like this, if the grocery store clerks decide to stay home, you know, like people are royally fucked, yeah. right? So like this is time for them to do something they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't get more essential than food, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I'm not anybody who listens to this. There, I'm not advocating for grocery store clerks to threaten to stay home there in this time and take advantage you, of this. But like, by we're just gonna get flagged for communism. Corey always on with the whole labor movement. <laughs> No, stop. <laughs> yes, that's me. You know me too well, Jay. But uh, no, I, I I do think that uh, we should remember this, right? Like uh, when we come out of this, people should uh, absolutely definitely remember this when it comes time to make decisions on on policy for things like minimum wage and that, and um, just. I don't, I don't know. Like maybe this is in the end, you know, nobody would wish this on anybody, but maybe this is what we need to sort of recalibrate a little bit and and uh and figure out what's important, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's uh, everything everyone's struggling to try and put some kind of positive spin on this. Yeah. There's starting to be, you know, articles and whatnot put out. I mean, hmm, what are a few possible benefits or positives that can come out of this i mean yeah that's yeah we're going through all the stages right as yeah society, yeah society. yeah exactly I think there are especially you see different columnists and writers i mean what the hell else is there to talk about you just gotta keep keep writing something right so I mean, yeah well see that's an interesting thing you bring up because i i do want to know about like as far as media coverage on this front and um I don't know. As as a member, I I, I would say a, a more legitimate member of the media than we are. Uh, you might. We are not part of media. Thank you. <laughs> we are not media. Uh, you that you could maybe enlighten us on like, because I think much has been made of the idea that 
a lot is has been written on this because a lot has to be written about it, right? Like we still need to be churning out articles, whether they be alarmist, whether they be sort of uh, um, informative or just regurgitating the same information and that. Like, can you talk a little bit about if? From what you know, as far as the 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 forces that are at play here that make this nonstop coverage needed, what why it's needed? Well, yeah, I mean, basically, everyone's at home, so I mean, the this is a huge boon, obviously, to the twenty four hour news channels, especially. And I mean, what else is there really to talk about? Let's be honest. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's always something. How it's being affected by the the covid situation right so um as far as like uh kind of i know there's already starting to be a lot of fatigue like you're saying there's people who are you see comments on facebook or twitter or whatever oh, this again you know but i mean like you say the, the any anytime either like the, the feds or the province or even locally um they they keep asking yeah like hey um thank our media partners for sharing this information, whatever, putting it up there to as many people as possible, obviously, but that's kind of needed. And it's been such a rapidly changing situation, right? That Mm. you can only go with what your latest information is. Like you say, uh, even the reporting of the local cases, right? It was one night they came out at like 1046 at night, something like that. And it started, you know, getting online at about 11. And then by the next morning they had another update, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm things you know you can only put it out there as quickly as you can and then anytime you get another update you gotta just uh, you know put that out there so i mean it's a, it's a rapidly changing thing and something that looks good a couple of days ago is totally different today so it's uh it is what it is right they say it's just uh everyone needs to uh be informed and stay up to date as best as possible and nice to see the city of timmins is uh going to daily uh video uh conference calls basically now and there's just a few people in the room and you've got uh dr leanne canton there and uh the mayor and whoever else needs to be there basically but uh, okay so the mayor is being so the mayor is is participating in this because we were just talking about that we were saying we we're hearing a lot from the prime minister a lot from the premier but like the is is the mayor um because the, the mayor hasn't been very public facing in this uh, in, in well, this sense. I, I saw the former mayor's uh, <laughs> rant about it uh, earlier. Um, Friend of the show. Which he then actually changed his tune. Well, he kind of, it was ironic, actually, because he, you know, he put that out there, and then within an hour there had been, uh, you know, a, a, a conference call, and, and he basically they put it on YouTube, right, for, for them to share on their social media. So obviously one of the big problems is none of the actual uh, media outlets can get in there so they have to do it over a conference call that's really the only way to do it so the only visuals you're going to see are from the city hall communications person and uh, you know i don't know it's it's maybe not obviously the current mayor's uh, forte really you know social media mm-hmm. blah 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 that kind of stuff that's why you have people around you to kind of help you out with that but i mean yeah it's such an unprecedented situation obviously i know there's been some criticism but i think there is improvements being made they're going to do it um i think around one o'clock every day basically yeah. some kind of video uh video conference well it's going to basically a conference call that 
someone's uh, recording and then they mm -hmm. put it up online. Yeah. So and that's basically. Well, I thought she spoke really well. The Porcupine Health Unit. Dr. Leanne Kenton, yeah. 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 Uh, I yeah. thought, uh, I think the health unit's been doing a heck of a job on this front. And I think from, um, like, we're, we're basically just talking about this, that uh, the, from a local government perspective, you haven't heard a lot, but that maybe that's intentional, right? It's very possible that if what you're hearing from the upper levels of government is a certain message, and then you hear a different tone struck at the local level, where maybe there's not a lot that can necessarily even be said, right? That right. you don't want to confuse people. You want to have that consistent messaging. So maybe that's intentional. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe you're playing it safe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think most people are playing politics with all of this. I think it. Re I, I think at this point, most people are really focused on just public health and public safety, right? So it's sort of making decisions on that basis. Like, is it better for uh, for George Perry to be out there and making announcements and talking about cases when the Porcupine Health Unit is already doing that? You're getting those firsthand accounts from the health unit. Um, I, I, I mean, if anything, and this might just be like kind of nitpicking, I feel like I would like to hear that unifying message from a city standpoint. You know what? Very impressed with how this, with how our residents are doing, uh, are are taking to social distancing, being responsible citizens. Uh, everybody's working on this. You know, we need to keep continue with these efforts and just that kind of like messaging, right? That I, I feel like that might be a nice thing to hear. But other than that, yeah, uh, it's been good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, would you prefer to have him doing three or four, you know, short videos every day, basically just him talking to us. Right. I don't know how good that would do. You know, obviously, in a situation like this, you obviously want to defer most of the actual meat and potatoes, let's just say, to the medical professionals. You're right. Obviously, it's yeah. Dr. Catton right now, you know, because the mayor can, you know, basically just kind of, like I say, introduce things. But once there's actual medical questions, they got to hand it over to the experts, right? And right. and furthermore to that, I mean, I think there is, you know, there's lots of, everyone's trying to wrap their heads around this whole thing, obviously. But I think some people confuse powers that different levels of governments have sometimes like some people think uh, you know george has the uh or the mayor in general i guess has the they decide what's what are, what the essential services are but really they have nothing to do with that it's uh that basically comes from your province right so i mean yeah so i mean anyways uh there's only so much so much that uh, you know a municipal government can do i suppose but yeah. No, yeah, that, that makes that makes sense, and I and I think like uh, we've I don't know maybe it's not the time to to be nitpicking on that kind of stuff. Uh, it's more it just kind of observational, right? Like I think overall everybody's doing the absolute best that they can, and everybody's doing uh, a really good job. Even just people in general, like I've from what I've seen anyways, uh, people seem to be taking this very seriously, seem to be doing what they have to do. I was seeing uh, maybe like a couple weeks back a little bit more of this, like, whoa, what is this? There's just a flu, blah, blah, blah. It's not a, it's not a big deal. And all of that seems to have gone completely by yeah. the wayside. You know, people uh, have, have listened to the expert opinions and we seem to defer to authority a little bit better than maybe our American counterparts. I'm pretty sure these are nano uh, technology <laughs> being inserted into us and being turned on by 5G networks. 
Uh, so, I'm just saying, you sheeple, keep believing what you want. Uh, yes, That's we're just following the herd. Read about so far. Uh, <laughs> have you liked the uptick in uh, conspiracy theory, uh, Andrew? Hey, that's that's uh, always a lot of fun, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I it just, yeah, There's it's always exhausting. Be... Yeah. It's what? It's exhausting. Just seeing more, like every time something happens, you'll see something about a globalist and so George Soros and it's well, Bill Hillary's fault. The Gates. Oh, that, that was that's the latest one I heard is that the Clintons started this. Yeah, right? so, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that, that one. On, yeah, Donald. Trump Jr. Facebook page, you know, basically it just turned into a bash Hillary thing, you know, and because uh, they got so triggered by a tweet that Hillary Clinton set out uh, the other day, where you know, because Trump has, you know, he's taken this pretty lightly up until maybe just a couple of days ago, yeah. you know, I want to see the churches packed on Easter and blah blah blah, and then you know, a journalist last so why? What are you picking that to? I decided to be a nice occasion, you know. It's just like, man, you can't be pumping out that kind of, you know, uh, just, uh, the guy makes me puke, basically. But, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what was the train of thought we were, uh, we were last I don't know. Kind of the to, conspiracy theories. Um, the, the train story. of thought. Yeah, the conspiracy theories, sure. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, just anyways, Hillary said, basically, just, uh, please do not take medical advice from someone who, stares directly into a solar eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> and then that just stirred the pot. You think she's uh she's uh poising to make a uh late entry into the Democratic primaries? No. No. I think no. She's such an unlikely she'd have to do a lot of groundwork. Oh yeah. she just released that uh Netflix documentary. Uh that's a very, very um how can I say, uh, it, it paints her in a very, very good light. Um, and uh, I don't know, she's becoming more public, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't count it out. You heard it well, I think first. she's too, you're right, Andrew's too late in the game, too yeah. much groundwork, and I think she was, su- like, obviously was such a unlike candidate that she lost to Trump with all his flaws. I think that it was... You don't think she no, can recover? No. No, I... It's yeah. tough that it's going to be a bunch of 70-year-olds who are competing for it now, yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah. What do you make of Joe Biden lately? I think people are jumping on saying he's too old. Like, yeah, he's 70 years old, and his his flubs, yeah, his flubs are just as bad as Trump not being able to speak any word possible. So I don't think – I think they're on the same, yeah. same par. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I haven't been stoked really on any of the uh, the major candidates. Really, uh, they all had kind of good little different bits and pieces of them, but I don't know. What don't about know. Bernie? Bernie, you know, feel the burn, right? I mean, it's but I mean, Biden seems to be the guy that's going to take the nomination because I guess riding that Obama wave, you know, all you yeah. can just say is, uh, well. I was uh, with Obama, you know. Yeah, so I was a, I like, was the VP, right? So it's uh... yeah, like there's nothing about Biden that really kind of motivates you. He's got none of that same kind of charm, yeah. you know. Like he's well. Do you uh, think that that something like this, like this, uh, the the whole COVID um, uh, situation, that 
depending on how this ends up playing out, which nobody really knows how it's going to play out, right? But if this somehow like ends up looking favorably on somebody like Trump, like he'll, I don't know, I don't see how Biden beats him. But I don't know how no, well, Trump can make this look good, though. This yeah. He's yeah. already so far behind. The U.S. is leading the world in cases now, and we all knew. I, I saw. I predicted that like a week or two ago. Best numbers. Yeah. Best numbers. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, but tomorrow, something completely unaffiliated with Trump happens. There ends up being a reliable treatment or vaccine developed in enough time that minimizes the impact on the U.S. And because they didn't take this seriously, the economy is uh, stronger than the rest of the world. But it's the worst right now. It's taken the biggest hit so far. Well, of course, because it's the largest. But what what I'm saying is that if if it ends up minimally impacting, and then he yeah. comes out and is able to claim victory over. Or the virus. I well, no, he will. Because you know he will. She's yeah. right. What's that? He'll claim victory regardless of good point. Like, the outcome. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, they have the most deaths, let's say. Which or they if, do. Or yeah. if there's a vaccine that comes about, he's going to claim victory regardless of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And or like, declare war yeah. on somebody else to make him look good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how this plays out in the end, but... Uh, uh, like, do you think? But do you think that, regardless of the situation, that Joe Biden has anything that he can, like, other than I guess the Obama thing? Like, do you think people, like, if Obama was running for president again, would they, would people vote for him again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, that, think that would be back? an entertaining debate to see Obama and Trump go in a debate. Oh. I mean, that'd be fun. Because Obama could handle Trump. Oh in a debate. Yeah. Especially in the talking department, like it's yeah. he's not going to pull a fast one on him, you know. <laughs> Do you think Biden I, can? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It should be entertaining, but I mean, he's going to have to be locked in. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's been looking pretty lost lately. But it is scary. Yeah. COVID is a political opportunity for someone to shine, and I'm surprised that no one's really latched onto it, especially Biden. Because Trump has obviously dropped the ball, and if Biden would at least... What could he do? And that's the thing, that's the hard part, but it's such a, obviously, like, a hot topic that yeah. if someone latched onto it well enough, like, they could definitely use it politically. Well, but you, you see Trump trying it? to do it. You see Trump trying to do it by trying to divert this to make it a China thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The Chinese virus. The, chi- yeah. the, cu- the Kung flu was the one Kung that, flu. like, that made me go, oh, my God, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's Terrible. rough oh uh, no it's a it, it, it's been an interesting um, interesting few weeks I don't know the next few weeks well obviously be... yeah it's going to play a factor we don't know where this is going to go or how many months it's going to go on but I mean obviously that'll be talked about and who knows if this is going to push everything back anyways like uh, everything's up in the air now basically so I mean I don't know it's, if you had uh, to speculate, where do you think, how long do you think we're going to be uh, staying in our homes? Mm, uh, well, you know, if what is said that it kind of uh, doesn't like warmer temperatures, then, you know, maybe another couple of months, hopefully. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, uh, who it's knows? Hard. Hopefully the numbers start uh, flattening out. We start flattening the curve, obviously, but 
even here, like locally and probably virtually in, in Canada, it's probably going to get unfortunately a little bit worse before yeah. it gets better. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because everyone's coming back now, and we're going to start to see those uh, other kind of you know cases kind of developing. I'm sure here, just as we start to test more people, right? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the numbers are definitely going to go up, but hopefully, uh, can keep it under control. And yeah, a couple of months. I don't know. Hopefully, a couple of months we can be uh, back to a somewhat functioning Normal. society here. Be nice. Yeah, I think we're we're all expecting that it's it's going to get worse before it gets better, right? Like, and and if we're successful in actually like flattening that that curve, it would tell you that like all we're doing is we're trying to prolong this, right? So if we're prolonging it, then that means that we're going to be doing this for longer if if we're successful at doing what we're trying to do. So uh, I don't know. I don't see like a an end to it. People are definitely talking in terms of months rather than weeks, right? So that seems to be I, – I don't know if years is the way to look at it. That seems a little bit no, crazy no, to me, yeah. but uh, – because there seems to be some element, or in, with most viruses like this, there's an element of seasonality, like you were talking about. Uh, like uh, the the like the flu goes away, or doesn't go away, but it, it sort of recedes in, in warmer temperatures and that. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where she goes, right? It's been some interesting footage from around the world uh, as far as, you know, uh, cracking down on, you know, people in public and whatnot. I don't know if you've seen any footage coming out of India where there's literally just police, like, just beating the shit out of people, like, on the streets. They're just kind of on their motorcycle going by and, like, like, they're just whipping the shit out of people. People who it's won't great. It's stay fantastic. home? It's good watching, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no. Some guy's trying to kickstart his thing, you know, but uh, he's just getting beaten senseless by this kind of, like, it's like a bamboo bat, so it's got some snap to it, too, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, my uh, my thought is: Are we lucky that the ep- the original epicenter was in China, which have a super authoritarian regime regime, uh, speaking like Trump, uh, who who was able to literally like throw in an army and shut down any city that meant, regardless how big the city was, yeah. compared to being if the original epicenter was in New Delhi or somewhere in India, which yeah. You know, they have a government, but it is nowhere near as authoritative as China and would not be able to crack down like China could. Like, were, did we kind of, were, were we somewhat blessed that it started in China and not in India or another larger country like that? Well, I'd be careful it's about using question. the word blessed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not blessed. Lucky? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fortunate? Fortunate. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, that does make some sense, but, you know, they're those people pay a price for that, right? Like, the, it's true that they were able to get on top of it, but uh, do you want to yeah. see scenes well, of, of, of uh, police officers welding uh, doors, like apartment building doors shut? Probably well, not. That, right? That's the thing, obviously, is North Americans, we're not used to that stuff. So, obviously, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of uh, discussions, I uh, heard, you know, on CBC Radio, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, where they were talking about how why it worked so well in, you know, places like, you know, Taiwan and South Korea, uh, is that they, people actually listen to their governments yeah. over there. Like they, yeah. like, it's just, it's just a different mindset that yeah. some countries have versus if, you know, our politicians come on the TV and tell us to do like, ah, yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll do it. Maybe, you know, like, it's like, we don't obey as much because we got so much freedom. And with that 
comes a lot of, uh, I don't know, just kind of casualness, I guess, about the whole situation. So there's always, like, there's still people probably locally going around. They don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Imagine if this ha- if they were trying to do that shit in Texas, trying to shut down and, like, tell people they can't do anything, whatever they want in Texas or whatever, or in Florida. Well, they Jeez, are. I, I know, but... But you think about, like, you know, oh, the government's going to tell me what to do? How many libertarians and, yeah. like, sovereign citizens are militia. Yeah. Back with militia. But you could say, and, and I mean, like, the president isn't really helping a lot on that front, but you could say that that's probably contributing to the reason why they're seeing, like, uh, an uptick in cases is that people just don't, like, they have a cynicism about their government. And you say that, like, we we have a cynicism about our, our government – but we've been way better than the U.S. about deferring to authority, right? Like, there's a certain healthy respect for people who don't, um, uh, who know more than you do about a certain topic. Like this, this whole idea of like, do your hey, do your own research, like uh, check yeah, this sheeple. out, you know, like uh, this isn't uh, they're not telling you everything and all. Although I respect the spirit of skepticism and all that like i i get it and i i think we should have a bit of a an independent mind and you should think for yourself and that but you should also know when you don't know things right like you you should be able to respect the the opinion of somebody who has spent their entire lives acquiring the knowledge and the the qualifications to formulate opinions on this and like it's not just our politicians that are out speaking on this. Like we have our public health officials who are highly qualified people to talk about this kind of stuff that are coming out and telling you, this is serious. Take it seriously. Do this, you know? And for anybody who's looking at that and going like, Oh no, these people are corrupt and they're just Mm -hmm. telling us lies and do your own research. That's, that's my favorite one. Well, and unfortunately probably for a lot of people uh, until it hits close to home, it's not real until your aunt or your grandma or your sister or whatever, like somebody gets it and then it's like, Oh wow, okay, so this thing's real, right? Like it's yeah. Some people need that kind of uh smack upside the head basically to kind of take things seriously. Like if it doesn't and that's why we kind of especially Timmons here, we're kind of it, it takes a while for things to trickle up here, right? So I mean uh People were yeah. still kind of pretty casual about it last week, and now it's streets are pretty quiet today, you know, just a few people going around. But, I mean, it was, you know. Actually, I just saw more, like, I actually saw a lot of, uh, you know, seniors and older folks just kind of out for walks because it was a nice and sunny day, sure. you know. But yeah. that was kind of nice. But, uh, yeah, no, like I say, until uh, someone you know uh, has the situation, then maybe, uh, yeah, you're going to be a little bit skeptical. It's... Uh, unfortunate but yeah it's too bad and with something like this it's it's almost like you can sort of understand where somebody has those skeptical attitudes because it's like oh well you know the this stuff is happening halfway across the world but it doesn't take long to show up here and especially anybody who is sort of paying attention to it realizing like okay this is you can be spread by while you're asymptomatic it can be like there's a lot of things that make this tough to deal with so if you're just ignoring ignoring it like you're um or or if you're going by what's happening around you you might not be seeing the whole picture right right so 
I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, people stay in their homes. Anybody yeah. who's listening. When you say it's happening halfway across the world, are you saying that the other half is not happening, or that's, just? That's exactly it. Yes. Okay. That's right. that's exactly I, I, what I was saying. I don't know how it works. It's like when people say that person, you know, was a drug addict and then did a complete 360. Wouldn't that mean they they became a drug addict again and kept going? <laughs> So it should be always a 180, but anyway, sorry. They, they spun their life around. They didn't turn their life around. They spun yeah. it around. Spun it and got right back to where they were going. <laughs> uh, so that said, uh, we've been going for about two hours now. Uh, yeah. Andrew, uh, I know you can, you sort of joined us a little bit late here tonight, but uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, do you have? Oh, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to sort of talk about while we, we got you on the podcast here tonight? Oh, I don't know. What uh, what what's everyone been doing mostly to pass time? I mean, I don't know uh, what what's been taking up the bulk of your time or what what you've been drinking. Uh, I want to give a shout out to obviously Full Beard for uh, yes. I got a home delivery the other day. They're doing home delivery, which is nice. Uh, John Saint Pierre himself came by and dropped off my beer, and yeah, uh, yeah. really cool to see uh, all the local businesses doing whatever they can to. Stay obviously somewhat afloat. Keep uh, you know, keep uh, feeding and quenching the thirst of people all around. Yeah, I know it's uh, yeah, it's a crazy time for everyone, obviously. But yeah, no. So it's just nice to see the uh, you know different businesses uh, stepping up and whatnot to uh, yeah, I agree. You know, to keep us hydrated. Yeah, everybody's doing yeah. a really, really good job. And uh, yeah, we we probably said it like four or five times already on the podcast tonight, but. Again, more formally, thank you very much to all our local businesses, all the like frontline workers, people working at the grocery stores, people working in the hospitals, any uh, uh, our public health officials, anybody who's still giving her any, anybody who's working directly with this situation right now. Um, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody else who's on the podcast, but I want to say thank you very much, and uh, we really appreciate it. So uh, yeah, who's going to disagree with that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, somebody's going like, hey, I got a difference of opinion on that one. <laughs> uh, but like, actually, Andrew, you were saying, you know, what do we do to keep uh, keep busy? What have you been doing to keep busy? Uh, well, see, for me, obviously, I'm uh, fortunate I can work from home. Uh, you know, it's uh, even in my line of work, obviously, right now, it's it's very tough because a lot of um, corporate and company offices are closed, right? So even their let's say their company lines or whatever, uh, they're not in function, right? They're just going to voicemail and filling up their voicemail boxes. So, I mean, yeah, it's crazy for everything. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm able to uh, work from home, which is good. Uh, also, uh, that big giant dump of snow we got uh, last week, uh, was that was brutal, first of all. Three um, days yeah. of work right there. You know, yeah, just shoveling. I had to take some snow off uh, of the garage roof or it was, you know, fall in. And anyways, so... Yeah, the weather's been nice, which is nice. So it is, you can go outside and get some, you know, vitamin D, uh, and, which is nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, Keep keeping in contact with the people and drinking some beer and, uh, yeah, you know. Try not to get started too early in the days, you know. it's yeah. got to resist the urge to day drink, right? I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, your, that's your days can go south pretty quick if you're, uh, if you're day drinking too hard. But, uh, yeah, Yeah. as far as us, I don't know, we've been uh, locked down pretty hard, but we're taking this opportunity to clean our house. 
You clean it every yeah, every right. room that has not been cleaned. Mm. So no one's gonna believe. Oh, it. Yeah, it's never been this clean, but we can't have guests, so they'll never know. <laughs> and then we're, we're, we're... got to ask yourself, what are some of those tasks you've been putting off, you know, because I, oh, I just don't have time. But, yeah, find some time for some menial tasks. And, uh, yeah, and like I say, it's been interesting hearing uh, different people's perspectives on, like, tips of how to keep your kind of sanity. And, mm. you know, there's all kinds of stuff, like resist the urge to wear pajamas all day, you know, mm. like get up and put on whatever you'd normally wear That's for right. the day, whatever, and, get up at a similar time and uh, at least keep to a somewhat normal routine, I guess. It's good for your overall health, I guess. But, it's good for uh, your mental health, but it's also good for your yeah. like your physical health too, right? Like you maintain yeah. those routines, you're, you're keeping yourself uh, kind of in, in that same rhythm, trying to go to get like prioritizing sleep and all those kinds of things. Um, you know, you're... We, we sometimes we don't really think about it until, like you say, it's a, it's uh, it's real to you. But maintaining your physical health is a is, should be a highlight right now. You know, May, making sure that you're. Staying. I did a five k two weeks ago. Oh, look at you! That's very good, Jay. When there, there was no quarantine, nothing. You could have went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent two hours on the treadmill today, so that was. He's uh, been waiting two crappy. hours to put that plug in. That's right. <laughs> Just showing, off, just showing off. and a half minute, a kilometer, brutal pace, son, on an indoor, ugh. Yeah, treadmills tre- aren't, aren't accurate, so, uh, yeah. You should do a fake Peloton ad. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, a, pe- a super tone-deaf Peloton ad. Well, and, and, and very, um, very sexist against men. Maybe do that one, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, my my wife maybe your wife can berate you while you're on the uh, thing. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, honey. You probably get better shape. You fat fuck. Yeah. And just walk away. <laughs> Slap yeah. the beer on your hand. It's, it's not really in her character. She's mm, she's no. a very. I would nice never person. speak that way to Corey. <laughs> as you shouldn't, as a good wife. Uh, bit, uh, it's been interesting seeing all like the uh, talk show hosts, uh, late night talk shows, trying to like doing their whatever, whatever kind of shows they can from home. You know, basically yeah. just like this. And Seth Meyers has kind of stepped up his game. He's, he's still got the graphics going on and everything, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, he I don't know, man. Just... like he's like hats off to YouTubers who uh, have shown that I have no idea what I'm doing. Good job. <laughs> you know, uh, oh. first of all, I just want to point out. Uh, Andrew, I really appreciate the fact that you said just like this uh, about our show being on par with uh, the late night, uh, the late night comedy shows. That's well, uh, hey, it's, it's that's Skype. really appreciative. It's Skype, you know, you got that charming lag of Skype and the grittiness, <laughs> and it's just uh, it's raw, man. It's you know, it's like you're a panelist in a friggin' war zone. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you're like, yeah. There's there's that delay, that drag, you know, and. Oh man, I I really don't know, and and to be honest, I don't know how this whole podcast is going to end up. There was a whole bunch of technical issues at the beginning of this, and then in the middle we switched from FaceTime to Skype. So there's going to be like eight different video files for me to sort of piece all together once this goes out. <laughs> Would have been. Well, you don't have a lack of time to figure it out, that's Corey. A fair, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So I'll probably try to do that. Uh, I don't know when when should we release this? Like. Hopefully there's not any huge developments. I'll try to get it out like Monday or something. 
Yeah, we should try and get a couple days try to do it. And I would. I hope that I Hillary to... announces her candidacy before you. you uh, <laughs> That'd be yeah, Hillary Clinton's not gonna run for president. Uh, it'll never happen. Anyways, Pizza gate. Uh, <laughs> we'll be eating crow in like a week from now. Uh, it, literally actually... and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> eating good old crow. So on that note, uh, I did say uh, we were going to try to keep this one to an hour and uh, definitely did not do that. So uh, anyways, uh, Andrew, do you want to tell us what you're uh, what you're up to during this uh, quarantine and where people can find you, follow you? And uh... Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, writing for the Timmins Daily Press now. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Audio. Um, yeah, basically post everything there, and uh, yeah, just keep uh, keep uh, washing your hands, man. <laughs> keep them clean, scrubbing good. Right on, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we'll we'll have to do this uh, in a week from now again. Maybe we'll uh, sure. we'll come back in, check in for another uh, quarantine podcast. Yeah, and uh, Jason, you want to tell everybody uh, what's up with your grain teasers and. Uh, <laughs> what what got kiboshed as far as your your trivia nights? Uh, so, uh, anyways, we got more of these delightful beer and bullshit hats. Oh, where can uh, people find those? So, if anyone uh, is looking into picking up some stuff, or actually looking for a great uh, 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 swag provider, uh, I can get you connected. Made in China? No, actually, no. Uh, this is Windsor Base, uh, and the. Uh, Got a main event uh, designs. I'm like, I hope I get the name right, dear lord. It's my friend's company. Uh, anyways, uh, I can always get you hooked up with some guys out down in uh, the Windsor area. Uh, and then I also got some uh, grain teaser t-shirts. Uh, but uh, grain teaser right now, uh, obviously we have to get uh, got put on hold on pause for a bit. Oh, the cats are in the screen. I got uh, pause for a bit. Uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, we're hoping like. Our dates are always the third Wednesday of the month, uh, so who knows when that will happen uh, at uh, Fullbeard, when uh, Fullbeard opens back up to the public. Uh, but yeah, good time. Uh, call, reserve tables. It's a good time. Uh, Corey's been there a couple <laughs> times. I'm not sure Sophie's been there or not. No. Were you there, Freddie? No? no? Well, thanks. No. Well, well, thanks for the support. Home with not the my kids. jam. Yeah. But no, uh, so just that, I'm actually, and uh, Sophie actually brought something up, uh, Maybe try to do an online uh, little version to kind of uh, have some fun. So maybe I'll be looking at doing something like that shortly. And then I, and I was honestly thinking about that like hours before. So that might be a good, uh, a fun little fill the time. Like, like HQ trivia without all the HQ. I was thinking about that. That's what it was. Oh my god. Thank you. That was so hot, and then it just fizzled out. Uh, I got so tired. Like two of, like, the lags. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what the name of that that trivia was, and then uh, none of us could figure it out. That's awesome. Thank you very much for doing that. That was frustrating. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so, yes, uh, everybody, keep an eye out for that. When things get back to normal, uh, there's going to be some really, really hot and busy trivia nights. So, uh, also, our other guests, Soph and uh, Paula. Do you guys want to give away some social media? You want people to follow you, or uh... absolutely not? <laughs> I'm using. Actually, probably... 
this time oh, to unfollow Sophie. people that I feel like when things like this happen, this is the good time to be like, oh, yes, like this is enough of the comments you're making. I'm going to clean some stuff up. But, uh, Facebook cleanup, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I've been deleted off Sophie's Facebook years ago. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I keep I keep getting those notifications. Jason Boissonneau commented on this post, and it's just some snarky ass stuff, like about like arguing with people on the internet. It's terrible, Jay. Favorite pastime. To be fair, I do respond to Andrew's stuff often on his stuff, and like just like kind of like pretend like I'm arguing against him, but to prove his point, and it's always kind of fun. Yeah, Jay, Jay's tongue in cheek on online people. So, but Paul has something. Oh, just, well, first, getting on you following or commenting on social media is, like, your favorite pastime. I thought you were going to say something more. Takes up way too much of his time, but secondly, is uh, following probably Timmins Women's Soccer Club on Facebook to keep up to date on whether our season is happening. Yeah, (laughs) see, that's a smart move. All right. So we have uh, 12 people that that will hear that announcement now, so that's very, very good. And one of them's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot to everybody. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on the Skype line. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll do this again sometime. All right. Cheers. 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 Cheers.